0: The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Deep down, the middle's got his man, and he's gone! Jason Swain, touchdown! It's time for the Swain event
1: with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop them. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two and a red flag. <laughs> Woo! Event, 20 fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, 865 255 is our telephone number. It is Wednesday, February the 2nd. It is Hump Day. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center studio. Um, we have a day for you today. We have a day. It is National Signing Day. Tennessee is coming off a nice, I mean, nice win, Ben McKee. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Is
2: today really National Signing Day?
1: Uh, Allegedly.
2: I thought National Signing Day took place in December.
1: It does. Today is um, leftover signing day, (laughs) I guess. Well, for Tennessee, National Signing Day was definitely in December. Yes, for the
2: most part. Tennessee will sign one player today, Jason Jenkins, the young man who committed Saturday night during the Texas game. The the defensive end from New Jersey, who will, will start at defensive end but has the versatility to play multiple spots along the the defensive line. So he'll he'll be the 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 lone signee today. And I, I think he tweeted out what time he was signing. I think it said 10.30. I don't know. I, I was. It was during the basketball game. You was locked in. I locked in like Josiah Jordan James. Ooh. Locked in like that entire basketball team yeah. last night. Not to throw Brandon Huntley Hatfield under the bus. Really not trying to do that. But trying to make the point that aside from him, every single person who played last night had a positive impact at some point. And that's the first time we've seen that this season. They were locked in from the, from the jump, and the, it, it was real good to see. Didn't always execute perfectly, but the intensity, being locked in, they were ready to go. And as we were making our way out the door yesterday, I said Josiah was going to be the leading scorer, and I'm mad at that ref that called that charge on him at the beginning of the first half because it was not a charge. Man. The it's, defender was still moving, was standing in the restricted area, and that was the first of two fouls that sat Josiah on the bench with foul trouble. He still had a great night, but if he doesn't get in foul trouble, it would have been an even bigger Josiah
1: Jordan James night, and he would have led the team in scoring. I think he would have gotten the 20 points. Oh, yeah, easy. Easy, man. He was locked in. He was focused. Now, something, mentioned, something that we mentioned earlier in the week was will the Texas game, the finish of the Texas game carry over? What we saw from this Tennessee basketball team, will it carry over? Uh, the answer is yes. It did carry over. It did carry over into the Texas AM game. Now, defensively, Rick Barnes at halftime was not pleased with 35 points at half, but offensively, uh, Olivier's best game. Kenny Chandler did a better job of taking care of the basketball, had seven assists, four turnovers. Three steals on the defensive end. It's a great job getting in passing lanes, getting deflections. Uh, Vescovy had a great steal off the inbounds pass. Olivier was a beast in the paint. That's the Olivier that Rick Barnes felt like he he would see night in and night out. And Olivier was 60% and st- still missed some easy Shots in the paint, mm-hmm. I felt like. I was like, man, boy, that ball just does not, like, alleviate sometimes. It just does not want to go in. I felt the same way. But he had a corner three. He had a nice corner uh, jump shot. He was a presence um, in the paint. Physically, Texas A&M could not match his physicality. Joe Jordan James, was that dude, though, man. He was that dude. He was that dude from the opening tip. He was that guy. And if it wasn't for foul trouble... Like you just mentioned, he's dropping 20. He is dropping 20 for sure. But Stupid man, that was. The ref. Oh yeah, man, the, the ref. bum, bummy McBum face, the, the basketball bummy big
2: bum face. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, the defender was moving, A, and B, his, his foot was on the line of the
1: restricted area. It's not a charge. Yeah, A&M never had the lead, man. Never had the lead. Tennessee jumped on Texas a That's what we wanted to see. That was fun, man. It was. 80 points more
2: than, than you would like to see. But it is what it is. I, I think that is not necessarily something to be concerned about moving forward. Just more of a, a one-game type of deal. But the offense was tremendous. Tennessee led wire to wire. Shot 51% from the field, 42% from three. Pretty good from the free throw line, 21 of 27. You out rebounded AM by one, and that that was huge because, well, they out rebounded them by six, actually, uh, 34 to 27. Uh, they had one more turnover than A&M, but to, to out-rebound that A&M team by six is significant because A&M came in three years ago and punked Tennessee and just dominated them on the glass when, when A&M beat Tennessee here in Knoxville. And Olivier mentioned that postgame that he was a freshman and he remembered, and he wasn't going to allow that to happen again so i was really happy to see olivier camois have success every single player on that team is a a good kid a great kid a great young man i mean and it's really unfortunate when they don't succeed because they put in the work they they deserve success because how they yep how they carry themselves and i think olivier is in terms of just being a physical presence I mean, I think he is establishing himself as, as one of the the most physical players in the SEC, and his defense has been spot on here for a while. It's just the offense, I know it was a one-game sample size, but his offense started to catch up with him last night. But his defense has been stout for the most part this season, and he has been a physical presence on that end of the floor and if he can get his offensive game going i mean he's he's gonna be a real problem for teams to deal with because he he is a a physical athlete and mm-hmm. he had he has a skill set and I, I mentioned monday that it, it just seems like he doesn't have any touch sometimes on the offensive end and it's because he just kind of spazzes when he catches the ball and doesn't really know what to do with the basketball and, and last night he was not thinking he he when Olivier does not play well, it's because he allows his mind to tie up his feet. And
1: last night, he was not not allowing that to happen whatsoever. Yeah, he was going straight into his move, man. Straight into his move. Ball up. Tennessee, this, and this is when Tennessee is at his best, being uh, offensively. Defensively, you don't want to give up 80 points. But, hey, um, offensively, Tennessee is in his best when it's sharing the basketball. The ball doesn't stick on one side of the court. You get in that ball movement. You get in that penetration. Uh, and then you find in the open shooter. Tennessee had 22 assists on 29 made field goals. That is Tennessee at its best offense, mm-hmm. and the ball movement. Oh Ooh.
2: man, that was that, on, on the Kennedy Chandler three at the top of the key. The the ball movement on that possession was the best ball movement that Tennessee has had at any point this season. It was absolutely tremendous. Justin Powell shot the ball. He he did shoot well. He shot the ball in the second half. Rick was not happy with some of the shots that he turned down in the first half, and and was was getting on to him for that.
1: I ain't never seen a shooter not shoot. He just he's too unselfish. I've never. You have the green light. You know how hard it is to get the green light from a coach. You know how you know how many shots you have to make in and, practice yep. to get the green light. You got the green light, man. You better shoot that ball when you open. And. Josiah
2: said last night that uh, the team, the, the players on the team, not just the coaches, they they tell Justin anytime you see the rim, shoot the ball. <laughs> if if you see the rim, shoot the ball. Simple as that. Simple as that. And then the play of the night. Ooh! <laughs> the guy's eager. Nobody told me that Allen Iverson was was dressing up for Tennessee last night.
1: Huh.
2: No, nobody told me that AI. Was playing for the Vols last night. I mean, there, there, there's a dead body still on the floor, thompson Bowling Arena, as we speak right now. It's a it's a crime scene.
1: It's, there's some ankles still on the floor. Yes,
2: broken L- ankles still on the floor. That that move was 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 slick. And then the best part, and it's always the best part, anytime a basketball player makes a move like that, is when they make their shot. Got to make it. You got to make the shot and. He absolutely drained the three. Got to make
1: it. Clean up on our three. We got some ankles. Bring the mop. We got some ankles to get up off the floor. And uh, Ziegler, again, like when he comes in, you know he comes in. Mm-hmm. You know how you can be at work. You could be at a family reunion or family event. And that one person, like when they enter the room, they always make a scene. They always are heard. Y'all got some uncles like that. Y'all got some aunties like that. Y'all got some cousins like that. You hey, are like hey, that. Hey man, hey man, hey hey man, what's up, everybody? Hey man. They always they always have an entrance. Sounds like you at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Hey man, what up, man? <laughs> like, or somebody at work that getting on your last nerve. It's too early for this. Just come in here and sit down and shut up. God, Teresa, get on my nerves. <laughs> I always coming in here loud talking. I ain't even woke up yet. Yeah, I ain't even have a sip, sip of my coffee. Teresa, who cares about what happened last night? You always know someone like that. You know when they enter the room. Dude, Zacchaeus Eagler, you know when he the, enters the game. There is a shift in energy. There is a shift in intensity. There is a shift in defensive assignments and and, and execution and ball pressure. There is a difference when Zika Ziegler enters this game. And that was the case yesterday. You can't can't sneak in Zika Ziegler and no one notice. Not anymore. I mean, he's short. You could. I mean, you could. You could. Well, I mean, he could go chuck no, and cheese and not have a problem. But <laughs> like he has the biggest presence. He's the smallest player, but he has the biggest presence mm-hmm. on the court when he enters the game. It's it's unreal, man. It is unreal. That's why last night's basketball game was so was so fun. So fun. And then how about how about Victor Bailey? Yep. Hello. Yep. Get up, young man. Yep, go
2: fly on him, young man. And what I loved is that he didn't settle for the three. I mean, he he had an open three, had a defender closing on him, still could have gotten a, a good look, had a good look, but instead of settling for a three like he has always done, did a nice little pump fake, let the defender drive by him, and he had a wide open dunk, wide open lane to the rim for the dunk, and and he, the the energy that he has provided the last. Two games. Not he. He's always played hard. I, I never thought that he was lazy on the floor or anything. But it, it just seems like there's been just a, a different type of energy the last two games. Maybe it's, it's because he's <laughs> been playing two Texas schools and, and he grew up in Austin. Maybe. And, and he went back home and and faced the, the hometown team and the Aggies. Obviously, are not far from from Austin either. Maybe that's why. But his his energy the last two games. Has has been through the roof.
1: You know my other favorite part of the night.
2: Hmm. My other favorite part of the night was when Josiah blocked an A M player and was 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 I talking saw, to him. Oh,
1: I saw I saw right in front of the ref. Josiah don't care, dude. No, he did, he
2: he did not. He he let the player know what's up,
1: and and then he he that was that was. Like, say. I wonder what Josiah actually says when he's trash talking. I know he ain't cussing. No. Like, because like, if he would have cussed, then he would have got a text. But I bet he just asked the young man a question. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I bet it was the <laughs> nicest trash talk ever. Because the ref didn't even do anything. I bet Josiah was like, are you okay? You know better. Don't do that. Hello. Like, it had to be the nicest trash talk ever. Because the ref... Did not give him a T. Uros, Uros can't say anything to anybody without getting the a T. They own him. But Josiah's the nicest dude ever. They're not gonna give Josiah a T. The book is out on Uros. <laughs> they're not getting, they're not giving Josiah a technical foul. He's too nice. He's too nice. Uh, no, my favorite part of, of the um, game had nothing to do with the actual game in between the lines. And you wouldn't know this because you were at the game. And y'all know Dane Bradshaw's my guy. Y'all know I love me some Tom Hart, but when the mics went out, man, when the mics went out, I had a moment where I was like, you know what, man, dude, ESPN got technical difficulties. Look at that. ESPN, the worldwide leader, they got some technical issues, audio issues. Hey, man, it happens to the best of us. Sometimes that stuff is out of your control, and it felt good about it. Felt good knowing that sometimes stuff happens here. But like that was that was the moment where I was like, ah, all right, stuff happens. You can't you can't necessarily control it." So uh, I thought the uh, Peter Burns, I did a good job of filling in, and uh, it was kind of cool to just to see just straight basketball. It reminded me of just being in a gym and watching a great pickup game. That was cool, too. 865 6525503 Meanwhile, I was in the arena
2: having my eardrums blown out by the freaking DJ in the media timeouts. Can we turn down the microphone? What DJ are you talking about? DJ AWOL. I like DJ AWOL. It's not him. It's the, the speakers are bad, first and, and foremost. And, and also, they have him turned up too much. Why you sound so old? Because it is annoying. Everybody, get up now! I know you want some T-shirts? It's it's not him or what he's saying. It's just that the the speakers are don't sound good, and, and they they have not turned up too much. It it it's not enjoyable.
1: Do you have kids that live in your neighborhood? In? Maybe I don't know. I don't I don't ever really see people in my neighborhood. Are you sure you don't stand on the front porch and just just watch kids have fun <laughs> and, and get pissed off? Everybody who has been to a Tennessee basketball game
2: should feel the same way and most do. Are you Stanley from Friday walking out the front in your robe? The way I look at it is I'm trying to help Tennessee have a better game day environment by giving them some advice, by I, offering some advice. I go I go to these other SEC schools and 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 they have nice quality sound systems. Why why can't Tennessee get a new one? I asked you nicely. Stay off my lawn. <laughs> no, that's you. <laughs> Not me. Just turn I, down the mics.
1: DJ A-Wall's too loud. How many times do I have to say it? This is my property line. Stay in your yard, not mine. Or I'm going to tell your parents. I'm just kidding, man. It's not, and it's not like him being loud is a bad thing. It, it's the fact that the, the the quality of the sound over the mics does not sound good. Well, I'm going to the game here soon, so I'm, I'm going to investigate, Ben please you you've agreed with me in the past
2: acting like you don't know what I'm talking about
1: t-shirts give me a V give me it up give me it up (laughs) (laughs) what's the smell couple years years ago worst chant ever oh it's one of the best but it's the timing a couple years ago it was a football game and uh It's not one of the best. Just let the band
2: play and do the V O L S, the one that we play at the top of the hour. Just do that instead of having a
1: a cheerleader do it for us. Okay, yeah. When the band does it, it's better. Yes, (laughs) the band does it, it's
2: hype. (laughs) When the
1: cheerleader does it, I want to go to sleep. (laughs) But A couple years ago, I mean, Tennessee football, teams get smashed at home. And, like, it was a four-quarter, like, out of nowhere, you heard,
0: Give me a V! I
1: was like, oh. And everybody was in. The, everybody was like, "Shut up! <laughs> Shut up!" We gave you enough fees today. It didn't work. The team got beat by twenty-something points. <laughs> it's, they have it
2: pre-scheduled, so no matter what the score is, they're gonna do it. <laughs> Since you could be up fifty to nothing or down fifty to nothing, and, and you're just still gonna hear, "Give me a
1: V! <laughs>
2: What's the spell? And I think it's not even the V
1: O L S part. It's the What's it spell? Is that part of it? <laughs> What's it spell? When the hey, when the band does it though, but when the band does it though, it's lit. It's I mean, it's, it's right on par with Juvenile. Back that thing up, man. I get, I get. That's right. I get, I get pretty excited. Pushing P inside of Neyland Stadium when we hear the Vols by the band. Yeah, it, it, it gets pretty excited when it, when it, when the band does it. 865-25503 Hour one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. HappyHiller.com, happy you'll be, or the service is free, HappyHiller.com.
0: Be right back. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Networks high-speed fiber internet, irisnetworksusa.com.
3: Good morning, Swain Event Crew. The new year is here, and it's the 2022 East Tennessee real estate season. As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low, and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP, as there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters. And you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com.
1: JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865 599 3799.
0: Top 100 barbecue restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over.
1: For a replay of East day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Give me a V. Did y'all see the crazy environment at Tech last night? What can they do to get that many students in TBA? Hey, listen, I've, been, I've been on Neon Stadium and TBA to, to have a student presence like other schools for years. But the way the uh, checking and savings accounts are set up. Uh, I think it's more of the way that the... Uh the football team has been set up. Well, it's not. It's not just the results on the field. It's it's the location. It's the location of where uh, the seats are. Like if you go to Florida, they right behind you. Like they right up on you. Um, you look at some of the basketball arenas, and and the students are like lower bowl right there. Really, really impacting the game from a from a noise standpoint. Where it's here those seats are reserved for money and there's not a lot of, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's in the student section where they are affording those tickets at 20 something years old. So that's why, that's why it's different. And we've seen countless ADs come in and not really do anything because what are you going to do tell someone that's been donating and giving you know, six figures for years and years that, um, we're we're putting like we're putting the students in your in your spot because it creates a better atmosphere. I don't know how you handle it, but I know like I have had that thought. I had it last night, I was like, Man, look at Auburn. Whew, that thing is rocking. Or, you know, you you look at Duke and you know, these are smaller arenas. I get that, but like, man, them kids in that lower bowl, it's just a different type of energy. Uh watched the game last night. I don't know if Ben really looks like Steph Curry, but he does look like Olivier Camois. He don't look like no damn Olivier. It's because I got squinty eyes. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get my daughter to bring her headband in here. You put it on, and we draw some braids. We we'll draw some braids on top, and see see if he looks like look like Olivier. He was asked about the new hair last night. What did he say? New year, new me. New year, new me, huh? Mm-hmm. And then he said his teammates
2: made him wear the headband since he broke out the braids.
1: Well, he needs to wear the headband because the braids, you know, it's, they're not that long in the back, so you gotta you gotta have a headband. They was just trying to help him out. What 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 is the correlation there?
3: Why? Well, I mean, if your
1: if, you bra- if your braids, I mean, his hair is is not that long. That it's, it's right. long enough to do the braids and the mm-hmm. twists or whatever. But like, if you if your braids are not coming all the way down and you're lacking that hang time in the back. Then you need to put the headband on. What does the headband do for you? It just kind of covers up how short the braids are in the back. That's all. Is it a bad
2: thing that the braids are short in the back?
1: It's not a bad. It's not a bad thing, but it just looks better when there's a little bit of hang time, mm-hmm. and the, the you know, like Zakai Ziegler. Yeah, Zakai got hang time. Yeah. He, he been definitely. growing his. I don't think he ever cut his hair ever since birth. I don't think he, I, that might be a question you need to ask. Hey man, when was the last time you had a haircut? Like hey. like a real haircut where you took inches off,
2: not like a trim. I think you should show up to the next Zakai Ziegler media availability,
1: and you should ask him that. I don't
2: know, I, I don't know that uh, I want to ask him that.
1: I mean, if you had, if you had, a you know, type of relationship, and and you phrase it the right way, it won't come off as, you know, it won't come off as you being jealous or um, hating or anything. But I But if, do- if you did it in a friendly way, if you were the reporter, <laughs> I I thought you were being, you would know how to answer it, uh, ask this question without. Offending him, but maybe... Well,
2: that, I just don't want to be a weirdo. That's why I don't want to ask him. I'm, I'm not worried about offending him. But I just you, don't want to be a weirdo. Well,
1: man, you you, you yeah. said you had some swag. You the one... I do. That that y'all cool with Tim Banks. What's up, brother? Like, you and Tim Banks cool? Why can't you be able to... What's up, my guy? Yeah, why can't you be able to ask that question to Sakai?
2: I will say... <clears throat> you work on your skills, baby. That That is the... One of the... I, I wish I could have been black so I could pull off the dreads, if I'm being quite honest. If I was black, I'd definitely have dreads or
1: or, or the, the, the old-school cornrows, the little Bow Wow. Yeah, you would have, have had the, the, the dreads until about 22 years old. Mm-hmm. I, I tried it in high school.
2: But maybe if I I was... Was not white, maybe I would
1: have better hair jeans. So maybe I'd be able to pull it off longer than until I was 22. Maybe. Maybe. All I know is, like, my the sides didn't grow as fast as the top. And now that's okay because that's the style, right? Yes. That's the style. I would go with the baby
2: dreads if I could. Actually, I'd want to be like John Moran. I so think I'd, I'd go full,
1: full I, dreads. I don't think, like, folks with short dreads, that's, like, that's what they want. It's just, they just started growing them. It's a process. Like. Josh, ja, his dreads will continue to grow. At what point will he? Well,
2: he's cut got a pretty them. long dreads now. I know, but he's got the little thing on the top that he does during the games. Now yeah. that that's an interesting look,
1: but I keep the he, hair dry. You gotta get buckets, man. You can't you can't get buckets if you can't see. Go with a different hairdo then. Are you are you questioning John ja Morant? His hair? Yes. Andy Mazzino says, uh, "Ben, what?" Would have a, uh, skullet. <laughs> A skullet. <laughs> uh, the, from the four, two, three says, Ben would definitely rock the chili bowl. What two is the chili shave bowl. I don't know. What the chili bowl is Two shave head. Men talking about talking braids, LOL. Yeah. Ball now, but didn't always, uh, have a ball head. And, um, I think I'm qualified to talk about braids, to be honest.
2: If if I grew my hair out, you think I would be able to conjure up enough for, like, one braid? Uh, yeah. Around the sides. And just, like, lump it all into one and get some some hang time off the back?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Garcia said no one can talk about braids unless you had braids. (laughs) Unless you had braids. So, I can talk about braids. I've actually had them before. Well, and... Jeff Garcia said I can talk about them. You can't. And and you have Jeff Garcia can <laughs> Jeff Garcia so I can talk about him Ben you hush
2: Jeff Jeff Garcia you, you think he's standing up for Jimmy G this Jeff week Jeff
1: Garcia has deleted his Twitter account and he has put his Instagram on private Did the he really? moment the moment the 49ers game was over what a coward yep <laughs> what a, what a coward <laughs> he deleted his account <laughs> and made his Instagram account private the moment the 49ers game was over. A coward move, but a smart one as well. <laughs> he about to blow his ass up. Oh, <laughs> oh man. The
2: first thing uh, you you see when you Twitter search Jeff Garcia is somebody saying Jeff Garcia went 6-10 and ten while having Jerry Rice and Terrell Owens.
1: <sighs> you know who gave T.O. the most headaches and why T.O. got, got the bad name Jeff for, for, for ripping on his quarterback and... Complaining about not getting the ball. It was Jeff Garcia. <laughs> I saw a uh, audio where like T.O. This is when T.O. had hair and everything. T.O. was like, I'm tired of running these routes. I'm tired of running these routes and not getting the ball. <laughs> running for nothing. I'm tired of running these routes for nothing. Remember I told you how like frustrating it is for a wide receiver to run three goal routes and the ball doesn't come your way? Mm-hmm. Like T.O. was like, I'm tired <laughs> of running these routes, man. Come me hey, running these routes. <laughs> Give me the ball. Jeff Garcia for you. Jeff Garcia. Man, I
2: I had not thought of Jeff Garcia. <laughs> me either. In years either. until last
1: week. Me either. <laughs> me
3: either. Oh, man. Oh,
1: man. All right, let me hit this text box up. Volville says, I really hope uh, that Victor Bailey is about to start getting hot and take off. I like Victor Bailey. I really do. Yep, I, I do
2: too. It was cool to see the team mob him. At uh at midcourt after his dunk,
1: Mark from North says, "We getting any uh, recruits on signing day?" I think that was a question. Uh, no, there's there's not any surprises that I'm aware of. Uh, Tennessee has done most most of its work, and uh, we'll look into the portal in the next next couple weeks, next couple months, and see if they can fill some holes there. But no, all that work was done at early signing period. So. If we were if we were at Dead End Barbecue, we would just be talking about the players who are currently on campus working out right now and Jason Jenkins and a bunch of walk-ons because Tennessee is continuing to add uh depth um uh, with more and more quality walk-ons, walk ons that could have gotten scholarship offers so you know, other places or could have gotten scholarships to other places, but decide to walk on at Tennessee and be a preferred walk on. So um that's that's really all the additions Tennessee is making. And um you're gonna watch ESPN, you'll watch, you know, some other show and you as a Tennessee fan you'll probably get jealous because you'll see other schools, you know, having a couple signing, signings today and their rankings will be lower than Tennessee's, but you'll probably still be jealous because Tennessee's not mentioned and all I'm saying is it doesn't Who cares? Really matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You did you did most of your work. You got a few spots available. You want to get those spots from the transfer portal as soon as the spring semester is over, and um, you'll get a lot. Of, you know, you get some spots back from guys leaving. Um, you'll be operating this year at, at close to eighty-five scholarships, unlike last season where you were um, low seventies, dipped. I think under seventy, actually. Um, so don't let yourself get all jealous, thinking that Tennessee's missing out or getting left behind. Even the best schools that have recruited have most of their work done, too. So I think it's the way it is
2: right now. With the way the schedule is currently set up, with the calendar is currently set up, I think that you're seeing it now, this this cycle, and you will continue to see it, that the traditional National Signing Day, the, the – The first Wednesday in February will be when all the teams with new coaches do most of their work. I I think that's, that's what you'll mostly see is new coaches at new schools putting their class together because obviously they weren't able to in December. And then everybody else, they'll have put the majority of their class together in December. I think that's what you'll see moving forward. And you know, kind of speaking on that, Swain, I, I think the recruiting calendar and, and just everything going on with college football right now is is a big reason why Jim Harbaugh is, is off to the NFL. What is he doing? I don't. I don't. What I is don't he blame doing? I see. I don't look at it like that. Like I don't. I don't blame him. Like aside from this season. It, it has had to have been mentally draining for him to be back at, at Michigan. And, and then on top of that, you, you've, you've, you have to deal with all this new stuff in, in college football. I'd rather be back man, in the pros as
1: well. It's National Signing Day today. I mean, and I, this I, man is about to interview for an NFL job on National Signing Day.
2: With the expectation that he's going to get the job. And, and – did you see yesterday that Michigan picked up a commitment as well? That that was the funny part to me. I saw Michigan picked up a commitment, and I was thinking, uh, "Do you not pay attention to 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 the news?" Jim Harbaugh is about
1: to take the Vikings' job. <laughs> Har- Harbaugh told him, "Don't worry about it." You know how coaches be lying. Hey, that's, don't don't listen to the media, man. Don't listen to the media. They just they just trying to take they just trying to take me down. They just trying to take me down, man. You know you know how the media is. You know you know how you, you media guys are. You're media too. You know how you media you guys are, man. Y'all just, y'all just coming up with all these stories. I don't know where that stuff came from. I'm not even. I'm not even in Minnesota. I mean, I'm here. Shh. GM. Shh. Be quiet. I just talked to a recruit. Like he got interviewed in Michigan. I'm not even in Minnesota. You know how coaches be lying. They be telling you half truths. I'm not even in Mich- uh, Minnesota. I'm in Michigan. I'm right here. Don't listen to that. Breaking news. Jim Harbaugh, next coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Your boy. Your boy. You'll see him twice a year now. Dude, it is National Signing Day. He's about to leave his team on National Signing Day. I wonder if like Michigan was aware that this could possibly happen in the last you know, weeks, and Michigan has a plan already. Well, surely. Maybe Kevin Steele will go be, be the head coach and, and leave another school uh, after verbally agreeing to to coach there? I'd rather go to Miami than Maryland, too, to be fair. uh, (laughs) Uh,
2: For those who have not seen, after accepting the Maryland defensive coordinator job, after getting to Maryland and and having his his name on his office door and and recruiting for Maryland yesterday morning, he's off to Miami to be the defensive coordinator. Don't blame him one bit. (laughs) I would have done the I, same thing. I, I I would have too. But I I just the Jim Harbaugh to going back to the NFL I, I think is it speaks to the spot that college football is in. I I think yeah. that I think that sometimes we don't realize that right now college football is not in a good spot. The 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 not not the on field stuff. Everything kind of that surrounds the, the sport, which does affect the on-field product, is not in a good spot right now, and I, I think our love and, and passion for college football, kind of blinds us from that, at times, and we forget, but it, it it's Jim Harbaugh is leaving to, willing to leave one of, the premier coaching jobs in the country. His after school, his school yeah. after winning a conference championship after beating Ohio state, after making the college football playoffs, he, he wants to, to get out of college. I, 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 I think that really speaks to, to all that is going on in college football
1: right now. Ben Jim Harbaugh is going to have two top 10 picks from the defensive line. David Ojobo, uh, Ajabo, excuse me, David Ajabo, and then Aiden Hutchinson. You beat down Ohio State. I mean, physically beat them down. It wasn't like a field goal to win at the end of the game. Like, you physically beat them down to a pulp. You embarrass them. Like, they're going to have nightmares all offseason. You get to the college football playoff, and the game is over in the first six to eight minutes of the game. (laughs) At that moment, you realize, like, it ain't happening in college. I'm not going to win a championship here. Because I can't recruit at the level of Georgia. Like, it ain't happening. It took me all these years to develop this team and put this team together. I think at that moment he realized, like, if I want to win a championship, it ain't going to be here. And I got to, like, y'all got me down to Alabama taking my shirt off with khakis trying to get recruits. And then you take the satellite camps away. There's no way I'm going to recruit at the same level. All I'm saying is the timing. It's National Signing Day and you are about to leave. Your armada on National Signing Day. That's the thing that's that's crazy to me. Like, like Josh Heupel got hired late. This is later than that. He he about to leave Michigan in Black History Month. (laughs) (laughs) It's February second, man. It's Black History Month.
2: Yeah, shame on me. I I meant to, to wish you a happy Black History Month. Dude, every day.
1: Every, every day is Black History Yeah,
2: yesterday, as, as we started the show, I I did send out some text yesterday to 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 my black brethrens and, and wish them a, a happy Black History Month. I, I hope you all enjoy the shortest month of the year. Oh,
1: what did I say to you when you told me that?
2: Every day, you ever really say what you said? You can't say that word. I know. I was joking. I wouldn't do that to you. And it wasn't. It was, you were just messing around, anyways. You I said every day is Black History, something like that. Yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> that's I, right. I, I just really hope you enjoy these twenty eight days. I mean, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying every day. I enjoyed January thirty first. I enjoyed January thirtieth. <laughs> I enjoyed February the first. So I appreciate. I appreciate. I, I hope like this. This time is 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 used to kind of reflect on all the uh, sacrifices that the people of color have made to to make what we have now. Um, to, we get a chance to enjoy some of the, the, the sacrifices and the inventions and ideas of, of people of color in our past. And there's a lot of extraordinary achievements that During this time, hopefully we are highlighting and talking to our kids about and um, educating them instead of just shielding them and making them feel like and think that nothing ever happened. And and This is a great time to educate. Don't count on the schools to do it. Do it yourself. Do it yourself, uh, parents. So, yeah, man.
2: Do you have, and I'm struggling to find a way to ask, this question. Would I better. get canceled a punch? In no, 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 no. Oh, but okay. I mean, do you, I, I don't really know how to word it. Um, uh, but do you, do you have a favorite African, African American of, of the past that has kind of been a trailblazer?
1: I mean, I think like the easy, easy go-to answers like Dr. Martin Luther King, but like, there's so many, right? There's so many. Extraordinary. Um, African Americans that have contributed to society and, and overcame so many barriers. Um, there's so many, Ben. There, there's so many. Mine is uh, John Morant. 865 25503. I'm going to a break, man. I'm going to a break. I'm tired of you and John Morant already. And uh, we haven't even done an hour of today's show. 865 25503 is our telephone number. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, our one. Is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. At work? Can call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys in the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app.
0: Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can
1: do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. J.C.'s will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service, J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at
0: 865-599-3799. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me.
3: Failure is not an option. That boy is good.
0: do remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com.
1: feel about that in barbecue time for attaboy brought to you by irish networks business fiber internet and voice 90 days no payment for business internet the great ben mckee jason swain here with you live from the low t Central studio it's time to highlight some positivity let's do that on a beautiful wednesday morning you want some uh, black history facts of course garrett morgan Invented the traffic light. Now, he would be very disappointed today because most of y'all don't follow what he intended the traffic light to be. You're supposed to stop. You're supposed to stop on red. You're supposed to slow down on yellow. But he invented the traffic light, Garrett Morgan. How about that? How many people knew that? I did not. Did you know that? I did. I did know that. I did know a brother invented a stop uh, light traffic light. That's why I always abide by the rules. I've never gotten a ticket for running a stoplight. Never. I'm proud of you. Never. What about a stop sign? He invented a stop signs. So I'll be blowing through those. Why? Because he's white. No man. <laughs> now I actually stop. I actually stop at the stop sign. Do you when come you, to you, a when, complete
2: stop? Everybody most of the time. stops at the stop sign, but
1: do you come to a complete stop? Yeah, most of the time. Like, So my sophomore year, I was on my way to school. I drove like 30 minutes to school every day across town. And uh, I remember this day like it was yesterday. It was on a Thursday, and it was me and a teammate, a friend of mine, that lived down the street from me. We, we used to commute to school every day, 20, 25, 30 minutes. And it was a Thursday. It was football season. And we were playing Huntsville High School the next, the next day, which is Grissom's rivalry, a rival. And we had hit South Huntsville. It was almost, you know, south end of town, which be, would be the equivalent of being East Knoxville here. And, excuse me, would, would be the equivalent of West Knoxville, basically like Farragut. So we came from the equivalent of East Knoxville, where we lived in North Huntsville. And I remember being at the stoplight, juvenile was playing it wasn't back that thing up it was a different song on 400 degrees and man i was hype thinking about the game the next day and the light turned green and when the light turned green i went and we got hit so hard by a van it was a lady and her daughter and uh we got hit on the passenger side spun around towed up my car um i remember going like to the hospital and it was checking me out. I was like, "I'm good, I'm good," because all I thought about was like playing the game the next day. It's like, "I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." Like my eyeballs about to hang out, about to fall off, but I'm good. I'm dizzy. I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little sleepy, but I'm alright. I, I did play the next <laughs> the next day, and um, but that moment, from that moment on to today, like, uh, light turned green. I ain't just going. I'm I'm watching. I'm waiting. Half a second to make sure no one has ran the red light. So that experience right there will will change how you drive and make you understand that defensive defensive driving is just important and it's just you know, following the rules itself. Um, but yeah, I stopped, man. I stopped because of that experience. I stopped. Garrett Morgan. Shout out to Garrett Morgan. Garrett. Garrett. Garrett Morgan. Shout out to Garrett Morgan. If it wasn't for him, be all kind of accidents and chaos on the road. be crazy. All right, what you got for Attaboy? Tennessee basketball gets my Attaboy. Big time win over A&M
2: last night. I think A&M as a whole is above average basketball team, but they do legitimately have a good defense. Not not elite, not great, but it, it is a good, tough defense. And Buzz Williams is a really good basketball coach. And Tennessee hung ninety on them. And I mean, I, I think the difference was Josiah, Jordan James, and Olivier Camois. Ooh, woo! That's on fire. That, that's right. They they both were. And when when those two, Josiah is more consistent than Olivier. Probably not as consistent as we would still like for him to be, but he, he is far more consistent than than people want to give him credit. And and I'm I'll tell you right now, Josiah is going to be on an NBA bench for a long time. He's going to. He defends well. He rebounds. He assists. He he is going to have a role in my opinion in the NBA. He will. I don't I don't ever think of Cracker starting rotation or anything like that but he's gonna be on an nba bench mark my word mark my word but if the olivier can can start doing that every night and and josiah continues to to he's been playing well the last 10-15 games josiah has and his shooting numbers are going up and and if those two guys play like that more consistently we're talking about a
1: different basketball team we are we are my friend Let's talk some more sports in a different hour. How about we do that? Hour number one is in the books. Hour two is around the corner. Swain Events Fueled by Dead End Barbecue.